Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hello, hello, hello. Monday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Great to be with you, Richard Cross, Michael Borky. And Brian Haydad, thanks for joining us in the Pearl River Resort studio. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort is the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. The Mondays on this show for the next uh, 14, 15 weeks or so are uh, are now busy. They're a little bit formulaic, too. You, you, you kind of know what's coming on Mondays for the next 14 weeks. We will recap the weekend that was in college baseball in the state of Mississippi. And we will do that with the three head coaches in the state of Mississippi at Southern Miss. Scott Barry at 320 at Mississippi State. Chris Lamonis will join us at 420 and at Ole Miss. Mike Bianco at 520, as has been the case. How many years running is this? Is this year four or year? I think year four, right? At least, yeah. At least. This is my fourth year on the show, and we've done it every year. So yeah, well, then it's been longer than that. Yeah, so it's uh, it, it's uh, really appreciative that all three head coaches have been and are willing to uh, willing to do this, and uh, gives us a little bit of insight and kind of lets us learn about plans for the middle of the week and also what's coming up the uh, the following weekend and their thoughts. Of course, Mondays, we will react to the baseball weekends as well. We'll have winners and losers, as we always do, to begin the 4 o'clock hour, so you can kind of be thinking about where you want to go with that. We will uh, take your thoughts on baseball and a whole lot more as we welcome you. Uh, you want to be a part of the conversation? Please join us on the ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. That's the number for you to be a part of the conversation. So much happening at Seaspire, great deals on the best network. And if you're a business owner, well, let Seaspire handle the managed IT services so you can focus on your business. Learn more at ceasefirebusiness.com. Boys, we have one weekend in the rearview mirror, one of 14 consecutive weekends of college baseball before we get to the SEC and Conference USA tournaments and then postseason play. Sure was nice to have it back, wasn't it? Yeah, and let's overreact wildly. Ah, 
I mean, okay, I'm, State I'm can't hit. Their offense is pathetic. And they don't have a Saturday starter, and so they're gonna go like twelve and eighteen in the league, and the, I mean the season's over uh, clearly. And Ole Miss is gonna go undefeated and win the national championship. Uh, and well, Southern State, Miss will meet them there because Southern Miss won other games this weekend too. So State played real competition this weekend. They didn't play a bunch of pansy nobodies from Charleston Southern and fluff up their stats and tweet out about a February national championship again. I did have I did see somebody uh so I did Wait, a, was that sarcastic or no? There's a little truth in that one. A little bit. But no, I, I did the the post series. We should do that every week. We should. Um and somebody replied for some reason it said congrats on beating a school with uh, that's smaller than ICC. And I didn't I held back. I wanted to reply and say Vanderbilt has a smaller enrollment than ICC. <laughs> So they lost two out of three yeah. too. They're a bunch of bums too. Oh, don't get me started on Florida and Arkansas. Bums. Hey, at least we know that nobody in Arkansas had fun when they so lost they to Illinois State. Yeah. No fun to be had whatsoever. I do None. wonder though. I think it's I think it's a fair question to ask. Was this weekend an indicator that the SEC does in fact lack? Elite level starting pitching this season was this this first weekend was that a sign of that actually being true? Because that was kind of the talking point going into the season. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, I think the thing that we've kind of said over and over was that we don't know. Like that, there wasn't that you, you didn't have known commodities on the mound at half a dozen schools where you were talking about first round draft pick potential. Yeah, a bunch of good pitchers, but you didn't necessarily know. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's a top five guy, that's a top thirty guy, and it might still be a little early to tell. I don't know. Landon Sims looked apart on Friday. He did everything but win. Gave up one run. What a goofy stat. <laughs> Wins and losses, just throw it out the window. I mean, come yeah. on. I mean, I thought Landon Sims should have been SEC Pitcher of the Week. I know Hunter Barco got it, but Sims pitched deeper into the game, had more strikeouts, just didn't get the win. Yeah, he lost. One run. So. Yeah. But what was encouraging, in. right, is that the stuff was sharp through the entire duration of the outing. Like, in terms of velocity and stuff like that, looked good throughout. You didn't see much of a drop of off and stuff like that. Yeah, didn't didn't really have to work the changeup of the slider too much. Just was able to work the fastball. In the post game quote, a good of, team. Uh, you'll see the changeup when they start hitting my fastball. I thought, well, yeah. we're not going to see the changeup like ever. Might not see it very much. Yeah. I'm going to see it. I, I, I did think one thing that you saw though. As dominant as Landon Sims was on Friday, when you go through the order a third time and people have seen it a little bit, maybe you can time that fastball up. And it only takes putting one good swing on a pitch. And that, But isn't that what we are used to seeing on Friday nights in the SEC? You got guys, they don't give up anything. And then all of a sudden, it's one pitch to a good hitter in the wrong location, and boom. Casey Mize loses on Friday night. Drew Pomerantz loses on Friday night. Landon Sims loses on opening day. 
And, and that's probably the biggest difference when you stretch a guy out to seven innings versus asking him to go get the final six outs of the game is that you do it one time through the order and then you do it again through the order and then it's a third time through the order and maybe that makes a difference. thought he was absolutely dynamite on Friday, yeah. though. Yeah. If he so. pitches like that all year, State will be fine. Sure. Sure. Assuming they hit. Assuming they hit. And that's the game that got away. I mean, Saturday's game, bad games happen, right? You, you, sometimes you just lose, you play poorly. You played great, pretty, I thought they played pretty well on Sunday. You can't squander a pitching performance like that, like you got on Friday. You, you, those are the games you have to win if you're Mississippi State. You, you can't lose 3 nothing when your starter gives you seven innings of, you know, that kind of pitching. You can't. And yeah, yet, one run in seven innings should win you, you every game on a Friday night. You should, yes. <laughs> it's a good point. I'd say uh, certainly is a good point. So, I don't know. One of the things I thought that popped this weekend was the fact that uh, the crowds were huge. I mean, mm-hmm. they were big everywhere. And honestly, not just big Oxford, Starkville, Hattiesburg. They're big all over the league. Arkansas had three big crowds. LSU had three big crowds, as you would expect. Tennessee had three great crowds for their opening weekend in Knoxville. Wasn't it a record series attendance for them? I believe Tennessee, so. Tennessee, yes. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, they were over 4,000 for all three of their games. Yeah, thirteen, just over 13,000 total. And before you roll your eyes around here, it's different here. The fact that Tennessee was able to put over 13,000 people in their ballpark for three games is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I suppose if you wanted to be trite, you could go, oh, you mean Saturday in Starkville? Well, yeah, but you got to start somewhere. Yep, that was a, a three-game series attendance record for, for Tennessee to open the season. Southern Miss had 4,400 on Friday, and they had 4,700 on Saturday, and they wow. had 4,800 yesterday. Just fantastic for the start of a new season. You know what's crazy? That number that you just said, those three numbers, Florida broke their, speaking of records, single-game attendance record, 6,400. Mm-hmm. So Southern Miss playing North Alabama in February is, what, 1,500 people short of Florida. Not North Florida, West Florida, South Florida. No, Florida's all-time single-game record. Yeah. It's pretty That's crazy. Right. Absolutely. Just incredible support all the way around. And we'll talk to Scott Barry about what that support was like stepping back onto the diamond this weekend and what it was like seeing his guys out there playing well and dominating in game three yesterday. Uh, you know, at times last year, finishing the job was a, a bit of a problem. A lot of series wins, not a lot of sweeps last season for Southern Mississippi. It's off to a uh, to a really good start, and they've got a plenty challenging schedule. Crowds were great in Oxford this weekend as well. I, I said to my wife yesterday, I don't remember a better non-SEC Sunday crowd ever, and yesterday was a whole lot better. I mean a lot better than a bunch of SEC Sundays in the last five years. They were just fired up for it, and the weather was great yesterday. Sports Talk Mississippi just getting started with you. Scott Barry will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line when we come back. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Looking real good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns, no major congestion to speak of. Please buckle up, drive safe, and have a great day. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the metro area since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society. To get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety, just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from All Britons on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritons are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritons, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Let the broadcasting of the disturbed continue. Sports Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi. was the word of the weekend in Hattiesburg with Southern Miss hosting University of North Alabama to start its season, and they got all three over the weekend. Right now on the Farm Bureau phone line, Scott Perry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss, joins us right now. And, Scott, uh, we're back at this again. You've always been uh, incredibly generous with your time. Can't tell you how much we appreciate these visits each week during the season. Uh, Congratulations. What a great way to start the year. 
Yeah, Richard, uh, it was great to get uh, get baseball back going across the country, and, and particularly here in Hattiesburg. We sold a record number of season tickets this year, so we knew there was a lot of excitement going into this opening weekend, and it showed. I think our overall attendance for the three games was over 14,000. Uh, so we're very proud of that, and uh, I think our fan base went away real happy. We were just looking at the attendance numbers right before the break. I mean, 4,500 on Friday and then 4,700 on Saturday and 4,800 on uh, on Sunday. And for the most part, the weather cooperated. What did it feel like being back in the ballpark? Well, just great. You know, I know last year our last game was there and in Oxford in that regional, and it was just an exciting regional and, you know, one that we – Certainly, we didn't want to stop playing, so we had a little momentum there at the end, even though we uh, we lost that last game to a very good Ole Miss team. But I feel like we just rolled it right back in this weekend where we left off, and certainly our guys, we returned a lot of them. So they were eager to get back out there and, and continue what they'd finished last year. It took me a minute because I ran out of fingers and toes, but I was looking at the strikeout and walk numbers from the weekend and kind of adding all of those up. I came up with 38 strikeouts and four walks as a staff over the course of three games. Uh, Does my math check out there? No, you're right. And one hit by pitch. So, uh, you know, there was only five freebies in there, but we really, our guys really pounded the zone. Uh, you know, I was really proud of, of them, and, and we were able to get a few guys in there. We we would have liked to have gotten more, honestly, but uh, our starters on Saturday, or Friday and Saturday, they both went six innings. Our starter on Sunday went five and a third. We were able to get a few more guys in on Sunday, but overall, you know, I couldn't be more pleased with, with the the outings that our that our staff had, uh, not only the starters, but the guys coming out of the bullpen, they really came in and, and just picked up where the last one left off. Scott, you'll forgive me. This is probably a bad question because I'm kind of painting you in a corner here. But after the opening weekend, when, when you walk away from the ball yard, do you feel better about your pitching or your offense? And I ask that knowing that the guys pitched well. We just talked about that. But then you also had double-digit hits in all three games. Yeah, well, certainly offense has been a bit, little bit slower than, than the pitching side of us. Uh, you know, overall, Richard, I felt really good with, uh, with how we played. You know, we played 27 innings. Uh, unfortunately, two of those 27, we had, uh, we had six errors, two in one inning in that first game and four in the, in another inning in the second game. But outside of that, we played tremendous defense. I, I really don't know what happened. It just kind of snowballed and we've all seen that before in baseball and, and we'll see it again. But, you know, I don't want to take away the fact that we, we played really well outside of those two innings. We ran the bases extremely well. I, fe- I felt like we had some really good at bats. Maybe sometimes it, it, we didn't have anything to show for it in the statistics, but I was running pitch counts up, fouling pitches off, extending those at bats, you know, uh, squaring balls up. Those are all quality at bats that we as coaches look for out of our hitters. And, and I thought we did a, a really good job with that, but our pitching staff certainly, Last year it was uh, is it led the way, and and this this year in the first three games it certainly did it again. You lost some names that had kind of become household names, especially on the uh, on the weekends uh, in terms of pitching. But Ben Etheridge is a name that uh, that we know that we recognize. He's the guy that you ran out there on on Friday afternoon. Do, do you feel like he is ready and is equipped and and is capable of kind of being that front end guy that can carry you through fourteen weeks? 
Well, we're we're certainly looking at that right now. You know, everything changes, uh, particularly you know in the, this game baseball. But Ben was a, a young man who, in the short year of 2020 with COVID, he was a, a, a freshman All American, mostly out of the pen. Last year, he had 16 appearances. 14 of those were starts. And what we saw last year is four game weekend conference series. So it's a little different this year. We've gone back to three, but you know what you're going to get when Ben takes the mound. You're going to get a quality pitcher. He's going to throw strikes. You know, once again, he covered six innings, six, uh, six strikeouts, no walks and, and one hit batter that he actually slipped on the delivery. I, you know, when, when I saw his plant foot hit, I saw him kind of slip and uh, the ball just kind of sailed on him and, and uh, resulted in a hits batter. But, you know, I, I really felt like Ben did not have his best stuff, Richard, on Friday, but that's who he is. You know, the best pitchers pitch when they don't have their best stuff and, and they, they, they know how to win, and, and that's what he did on Friday with, with his outing. So you didn't necessarily have one of those games where it was a high-leverage situation at the end. Do you, do you feel confident right now in who you're going to hand the ball to when the game's on the line and say, hey, go get those hardest three outs for me? No, I mean, and I, it's not that I don't, uh, it's not that I'm not confident. I just don't know if we have that specific person that we're going to lean on. I think yeah. we have some candidates that are, are potential guys that, that we'll try to see how they fit in. But I think we've got a lot of quality arms. I don't think we're, we're in a position where like Sandlin was, you know, his freshman year where we handed him the ball or Stanley his junior year and we said, Hey, the back end's yours. You know, we're still trying to see who that is, but. We've got some uh, we've got some subjects that certainly uh, have an opportunity to do that for us. When I was looking at the the starting lineup on Friday, I thought, "Good grief, Gabe uh, Montenegro is probably getting retirement benefits at this point." It feels like he's <laughs> one of those guys that's been here forever. It's got to feel good to jot that lineup down. And you plug in his name there in at the top, and, and you know what you're getting. Well, it really does. He- told me uh, earlier this spring that he said, you know, Coach, I've been here at Southern Miss 25% of my life. And uh, so, he, wow. you know, he's been here. This is his sixth year. So we've been so fortunate. He's such a fine young man, a very, a very good baseball player that just loves the game. Uh, he loves to practice. He loves anything about and everything about baseball. So to pencil him in for the last year uh, in our in our leadoff spot is it you know it makes it fun to watch that young man go out and play. Scott Barry visiting with us on the Farm Bureau phone line, talking about the opening weekend and looking ahead as well. I, I'm not going to read your schedule off to you. I know you know what it is down the line. But we were talking about this early last week. When you look at what's ahead for you guys, obviously you have the the midweek games with South Alabama like you do every year, and they were a little bit of a thorn in your side last year. Jacksonville State, good program. Got the Bulldogs in Pearl on March 2nd. Got to go to Lafayette for a three-game series, future conference mate. Tulane in a midweek series. Dallas Baptist with what that program has done. You're going to be tested when you get to, uh, to conference play. Well, there's no doubt. The easiest part of our schedule is behind us now. I can assure you, everything from here on out is, is smoke coming at us. So, but you know what? That's uh, that's the way we we need it to be. I mean, we need to prepare ourselves for conference. And you know, if you want to be one of those 64 teams at the end of the year, they're invited to continue to play. 
then you've got to you've got to be able to beat those those kind of people. And and certainly, uh, you know, we uh, we have a, a competitive group of young men that believe they can win and should win. And I think that's the most important. You know, you you've got to believe that you should win, and that's what we try to instill here. Scott, when you build a schedule like this. Is it about being one of those 64 teams and preparing you for that? Or is it about putting yourself in a position to be one of those 16 teams that host? You know you're challenging yourself, but if you navigate this with that type of non-conference strength of schedule and where your RPI will be, I mean, does that go into the thought process? Hey, let's let's not give them any reason to tell us no. Right. I think it's a little bit of both, honestly, Richard. I mean, uh, we all know that – uh, if you're going to be one of those 16 uh, teams, then, then you you have to be at the top and you have to remain at the top for a long time. And if you're one of those 64, you've got to give them a reason to include you in there if you're not an automatic, you know, your tournament winner. So, yeah. you know, all that is built into the schedule. It's, you know, scheduling is no crystal ball. I mean, you know, you kind of go off from a four-year history of programs that you're bringing in to, to try to see what their RPI is over that. Because at the end of the day, that's what's going to, you know, probably carry you across that finish line and into a new season uh, more than anything if, if you're an at-large. Great as always, Coach, to visit with you. Six o'clock tomorrow night, South Alabama. Is weather going to hold out and be okay? Hopefully. We're hope so. You know, we're we're thankful that we have the synthetic grass, so that doesn't you know doesn't affect us too much. If it stops raining, we can play. So, yeah. we uh, those worries are behind us about tarp pools and and wet fields. We just we just need to stop raining or and, and quit lightning, and we'll be able to play. That sounds great, Coach. Congratulations on a great opening weekend. Thanks for your time this afternoon. Thank you, Richard. Scott Berry, head baseball coach at Southern Miss, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Coming off an opening weekend sweep, eight to one on Friday in the season opener, seven to three on Saturday afternoon, and then yesterday they wrapped it up with a fourteen to one win over UNA. Coming up next, South Alabama. That is tomorrow night at six o'clock at the Pete in Hattiesburg. We will be right back. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone, and this house just ain't no home anytime. She goes away Anytime She goes away Anytime She goes away From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 90% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 71. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, low around 64. Your Tuesday, more rain in the forecast, mostly cloudy, high near 81. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, high near 74. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. 
Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Wrong! It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right, all February. We're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. In 2022, we're saying farewell to old credit. Credit issues and looking forward to your future. Our staff is ready to get you approved today. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring us your trade. We'll give you top dollar for it. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with pre-critical select models. Attention, if you deal with anything from minor to extremely hazardous environmental spills, you've got to check out the full line of absorbents at ESI Supply. They've got white and gray absorbent pads by the bundle or by the roll, sock knit broom products, oil gator, oil dry, spill kits, and more. Just because you haven't had a spill doesn't mean you won't. Give the guys at ESI a call to find out more about how you can be prepared and protect your business's liability. 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910. Or visit ESISupply.net. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm J.T. Mitchell, and this is Super Talk Mississippi News. A new study shows that black residents in Mississippi currently have a higher vaccination rate than those of white residents. Alyssa Arbuckle has more on the story. According to both the Mississippi State Department of Health and the Community Engagement Alliance Against COVID-19, black Mississippi residents represent 38% of the state's population, while consisting of 39% of fully vaccinated residents. Currently, 1.3 million vaccinations have been administered to black residents in Mississippi, thanks to community-focused collaborations with Mississippi State Department of Health Office of Preventative Health and Health Equity. And Netflix co-CEO Reed Hastings and his wife Patty Quillen are donating $10 million to Tougaloo College in Jackson. Of the total, $5 million will fund scholarships at Tougaloo, while the other $5 million will go towards the Brown Tougaloo Partnership Scholarship Fund, which was established in 1964 during the Civil Rights Movement and has connected more than 760 students, faculty, and staff from both institutions. Join me, Gerard Gibbard, and Super Talk Mississippi Live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March the 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to mec.ms. That's mec.ms. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. 
You know that nowadays more people are cutting the cord, ditching traditional cable and satellite television, and instead just streaming everything. With Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's over-the-top advertising, you can get your business seen on streaming TV. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted team can show you how your ad dollars can go further to reach a more targeted audience. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's more. Super Talk Mississippi. Everybody all of a sudden and immediately wants to know the why. Well, well, but, oh, really? Wow, why? And that's the first question that most people seem to be asking today after it was reported, oh, about an hour ago, give or take, that uh, Matt Luke, the former Ole Miss player and Ole Miss head coach that was on Kirby Smart's staff at Georgia for the last two years as the offensive line coach, was stepping down from his position of offensive line coach. And, of course, guys, the immediate question was, oh, why? What's he doing? I don't know if you all have talked to anybody. I, I have not talked specifically to Matt or anyone in his family, but I've talked to, like, you know, friend of the family and just kind of thought he's tired of the grind. And so he's taking a break and stepping away. And pretty good gig, right? I mean, obviously the head coaching thing was what it was at Ole Miss. Got paid a lot of money to step away from that particular job. Has been making a lot of money at Georgia for the last couple of seasons. Seems to stand to reason that there would be enough set aside financially that if he wants to take some time off, I don't know, maybe forever off, he could do it. Yeah, if you've got a competent financial advisor, the just the old Miss buyout alone could take care of you forever. Get me smart with it. He can't live super extravagantly, which Matt Luke's not really known to live super extravagantly. And, uh, yeah, you can be okay for probably ever. Yeah, right? And he can get back in any time too. Uh so, you know, you take as much time off as you want, you can get right back in whenever you need. Um the first thing I thought when I saw this is when you have a coach that steps down to spend more time with their family, there's usually something else attached to it. Uh, and it's one of two things typically. Scandal and that's extremely unlikely, I think, in this case. It just feels very unlikely that there's scandal attached to this decision or health. And so my first thought was, I hope he's okay. But if anybody actually, truly was stepping away for a little while to actually hang out with their young kids who are playing sports at a higher level, if you will, I mean, they're in middle school now, right? So it's a little bit more serious at that age. It would be yeah, him, yeah. right? If anybody was actually stepping away to, you know what, I've got a lot of money, I'm going to hang out with my kids and be a dad for a while, it is this guy. It is Matt Luke that would actually step away to, for the reasons that he's stepping away for, as opposed to the typical, 
coach stepping away, scandal or health reason kind of thing. Yeah, Harrison's 14 and Cooper's mm, 10-ish, yeah. 9, 10. So they're actually starting to... And like, they're both pretty athletic. I mean, I think they're both pretty good baseball players and... I don't know. I mean, if you had a bunch of money and could afford to not work and could like hang out with your family and be around your kids and watch them participate in all the things that they like to do, then I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> There'd be a big blank space right there. Yeah. Well, I could adjust it quickly to remove the space if need be, but yeah. No, no, I'm here. I'm in the studio space here. Yeah. <clears throat> that Luke accomplished a lot, too. Pretty good offensive line coach. I mean... He will be a national championship winning offensive line coach forever. Can't take that away. He will. I mean, I guess technically the NCAA could, but we all know who won. <laughs> I don't think George is real high on the NCAA's hit list right now, either. You know? Will Wade stole the side. Nor line, ever. So no. No. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, I guess it leaves a hole on Georgia's staff. I can't imagine Kirby Smart's going to have a terribly difficult time finding an offensive line coach that he trusts. Hey, hey come coach a bunch of five star kids. Okay, I'll be there today. With a booster network that is as engaged as anybody in the country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tough, tough gig. Yeah. There might be an argument to be made that this hurts Georgia more on the recruiting trail than it does in terms of an actual line coach. I mean, if you look at kind of Matt's responsibility in terms of recruiting for Georgia, he was involved with a bunch of the kids that were really, really good, which is basically their entire roster. So, I don't know. <laughs> which ones were those, Richard? Yeah. Point them out to me. Yeah, well, no, and then I'm the next you. question everybody's asking is, what does it mean for Arch? Because for whatever we know about the situation, which we talked about last week, I believe, nobody knows really much of anything when it comes to this. The family's pretty good at this media stuff and avoiding leaks and all that. But apparently there is a respect for Matt Luke within that family that's the the big question everybody's asking is, does this hurt Georgia with Arch? Because they were kind of what people assumed, just assumed, because that's all you can do, was the favorite. Yeah. I just had a hard time ever believing that Arch Manning was going to make his college choice based off of a single assistant coach relationship. It just, that, that never made sense to me. Does it help? Sure. This is the fact that Georgia won a national championship and has an unbelievably exceptional roster at every single position. Does that help more? Yeah, probably. I'm sure that helps a little bit. Yeah. You know, they got four, they got five guys in front of me. They're going to help me never get my jersey dirty. Seems like a good idea. We'll see. I mean, at least we forget Stetson Bennett won a national championship there. Got a chance to win a second one this year, too. He's going to be their starter in uh, 2022 as well. He will. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. I'm aware. I am aware of that. I just want to see if I can get Borky going today. He will. He will. But the thing is, I agree with you. I just, man, Georgia fans. Well, but the thing is, 
there's precedent that they're going off of, and it happened at Clemson. Now, Kelly Bryant didn't win a national championship, but he was a playoff quarterback. Wasn't enough. we got to be better. Ceasefire text line. Richard, are you kidding me? Sitting around the wife and kids 14 to 16 hours a day, I'd pay to go to work. Why you got to sit in your house if you got this kind of money? Get out and do something. I mean, go fishing, go hunting, take a trip. You just give her half and be done with that situation if you want, I suppose. Oh, geez. I mean, <laughs> then you can live a more simple life. Yeah. Borky's thinking, thinking worldview here, all right? That's 3D uh, chess. Good stuff. Stuart says, uh, you mean y'all wouldn't just talk sports for the fun of it? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but I think on my own time, would would talk for the point of it. Wouldn't have a chair that I had to be sitting in at a specific time on specific days. Exactly. So, well, uh, we'll see. I just can't help but say good for you, Matt Luke. He's good dad. He's a pretty good football coach. Good dude. Known his wife forever. So. That's really cool. Really cool all the way around. If indeed it was, you know, just, hey, I'm just stepping away because I want to take a break. Too much of a grind. Maybe he wants to, uh, I don't know, teach Maybe fifth grade just, math. Just, just disgusted by NIL, and he has more principles than Dabo Sweeney. Yeah, he actually, kids started getting paid, so I'm out. So they're entitled. No, I, I did get a text from a friend earlier. Lane Kiffin has an opening on his staff. Oh, no, you don't think. <laughs> I'm coming home. <laughs> I mean, Matt Luke can coordinate special teams, right? By the way, we haven't talked about that. O- Ole Miss lost their special teams coordinator after a couple weeks on the job because the NFL called, and you can't say no to that. They just rats off a of sinking ship's what it is. See Stoops, comma Mike, for yeah. uh, more news about that, or Mark, Mark, Mark Stoops, comma Mark. Mark. Yeah, all those Stoops brothers sometimes get them uh, confused. Oh, yeah, they all run together. The exact same thing with Liam Cohen going back to the NFL. We'll talk about it later. I'm still. I'm wondering if it's. I'm just paying more attention, or the NFL is more willing to poach from college because that is happening a lot this cycle. This it's it's noticeable. The amount of college coaches that have gone. I, I And I think, I just joked around a second ago, I think the new face of recruiting, some coaches just like, I just if I could not deal with this, I would like to not deal with it. And so they get offered an NFL job, and they're like, I don't have to deal with recruiting anymore. I'm out. Will that cause anything to change? No, because there will always be coaches wanting those college jobs on top of that. So... There's, for everyone that leaves, there's another one that says, heck yeah, I want to be on a Power 5 staff. Sign me up sure. today. Yeah, you probably don't get to like a critical mass exit where somebody in a position of power says, you know what, we're losing good coaches to this. We've got to change the way we're doing it. No, probably not. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. We'll be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Just call them at 601-605-4443. Venable Glass for all your glass needs. Looking pretty good so far this afternoon. No wrecks or breakdowns. No major problems to speak of. Buckle up and drive safe. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Anytime you play sports, accidents can happen. And your next play should be Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent OrthoCare. Our subspecialized surgeons and staff are ready to take care of your injury and get you back to peak performance. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 in Jackson, 8 to 7 in Flowood in Madison, and Saturday, 8 to 2 in Madison. Any injury, any sport, Mississippi Sports Medicine Urgent OrthoCare gets you back in the game. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss sports. Brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. What makes Canon Nissan a great dealership? That's easy. Great products, great sales team, and great service. With the largest parts department in the state. This is Dave Logan. Canon Nissan's service department is open six days a week. No appointment is needed. We have two master techs, and we'll do oil changes on most makes and models. Right now, buy three tires and get the fourth one for a dollar. Plus the friendly professional service you've come to expect from Canon Nissan of Jackson. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. As a farmer, I I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Here comes more Sports Talk Mississippi. You ready, guys? On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks for being with us on this Monday afternoon. Start of a new week. So we've got uh new poll out, right? He won baseball's new poll. We can we can look at this but also agree that this means nothing right now, right? Means everything. Yes. It's, and, and at the same time, yes. Real quick, some breaking news here. Uh, MSU has moved tomorrow's game against Arkansas Pine Bluff to an 11 a.m. first pitch and trying Ooh. to avoid some inclement weather. So I guess I'll head over to the ballpark before I head to work. Yeah. Well, double duty meal provided for you by there. Waffle House, maybe? I don't know. Say what? Pre-game meal provided by Waffle House, maybe? I don't know. That's not a terrible idea. That's a great idea. That's what you're talking. That's what you meant to say. Not a terrible idea at all. So 11 a.m. tomorrow for Mississippi State and Arkansas Pine Bluff. So should be wrapping up by the time we come on the air, or really close to it, if not. If not, that was a long game. Yes. Yes. You're you're hoping not to have a four-hour game with Pine Bluff tomorrow. Yeah, I would. I would you think that would be preferable? Yeah, for sure. Number one team in the country, as they were in the preseason, the Texas Longhorns, who went 3-0 and and scored a bazillion runs against uh, Rice. Arkansas took two of three, but boy, they had to work for it with Illinois State. They are number two in the country. Uh, Ole Miss moves up two spots from number five to number three after a 3-0 and weekend against Charleston Southern. Oklahoma State goes to Nashville. They take two of three from Vanderbilt. And they move up from number seven to number four. Vandy drops two spots from three to five. Stanford stays at six. Mississippi State, uh, after losing the weekend series, falls from four to seven. LSU, who scored 50 runs over the course of three games this weekend, (laughs) stays at number eight. NC State goes undefeated. They are impressive uh, this weekend, and they move up from 10 to 9. Florida State from 11 to 10. Let's see, other SEC teams. Florida drops from 9 to 15. Georgia stays put at 16. Tennessee up a spot at 18. And Liberty is now ranked after taking two of three from the Florida Gators. Not ranked to start the season. So... NC State had a true freshman hit five home runs this weekend. It's a true statement. Could you imagine that kid hitting against little 16-year-old Timmy this Mm. time last year? Seeing 74-mile-an-hour fastballs that did not move an inch? Remarkable opening weekend. Um, Dowdy at LSU was named the SEC Player of the Week. He hit... Was it three bombs this weekend? He was three and had 12 runs batted in. Guys, as you as you watched what was happening kind of all over the conference and all over the country, 
Anything stand out for you in the first weekend? I mean, 50 runs has to stand out a little bit, doesn't it? Uh, I mean, that's obvious. We, we, we talked about LSU and, you know, come with uh, Johnson coming in from Arizona. Would they be more of a mashing team? And how, how the top four in the West were all going to be mashers? Well, LSU week one decided to just go ahead and start showing that off. So that's the impressive. They were the mashiest, yeah. Florida losing a series to Liberty is a, is a little bit of, I know it's just the week one, but it's a little bit of a head scratcher. I mean, Long Beach State, that's a pretty good team. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma State's a very good team. Those serious losses can be sort of written off, but you know, I don't know about Liberty. We'll we'll have to see how that goes. By the way, Long Beach jumped from twenty four to twelve in D one baseball's poll, which I think makes sense, right? I mean, they, they played well this week. Did Did you come away more impressed with Long Beach than you thought you were going to? No, I, I knew they were going to be a pretty good team. Um, I knew they could pitch well. That they would play great defense, and they did that. I, I was surprised at how much, you know, they, they had a little more power than I thought. They think hit four or five home runs on the weekend. Um, they, they, they drove the ball pretty well, uh, Saturday. And even in, in the defeat Sunday, they, they showed a couple of flashes of pop. That's a, that's a team that, you know, they have two wins over what should be a top 10 team on the road. And that's a great resume booster. They, they, that's a team that if they handle their business in their conference will host easily. Yeah. And probably be like a 10 or 11 seed because those are just two quality, quality wins they picked up this weekend. Yeah. And they show you got the pitching that, um, can probably handle a regional setup. Mm-hmm. That would not be mm-hmm. a, a fun visiting regional site if you, mm-hmm. uh, you had to be, be, be there. That's obviously a long way down the, the line. How about right. you, Borky? As you, you kind of surveyed the baseball landscape this weekend, anything stand out? Uh, you said at the top, crowds. Mm hmm. I want. I mean, we've been talking about it for so long that college baseball starting to gain popularity in places where it isn't. Maybe that's actually coming true. Could be, because it was more than just Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and LSU this weekend. It was everywhere you look. There were big crowds this weekend in the SEC and outside the SEC as well. Sports Talk Mississippi will take a quick timeout. Four o'clock hour coming up. That means winners and losers. WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your street professionals at Baroni Street Pros. Online at baronistreetpros.com. I'm Steve Rappaport. Russia's president ups the ante in the crisis over Ukraine. Vladimir Putin says Russia is recognizing two regions of eastern Ukraine as independent republics. In a lengthy televised address, he reeled off a long list of complaints. He said Russia was robbed when the Soviet Union collapsed and that Ukraine has never had a tradition of genuine statehood. Fox's Simon Owen, the U.S. and its allies worry a Russian invasion of Ukraine is imminent. COVID-19 cases across the nation continue to drop. There were barely more than 100,000 new U.S. cases of COVID-19 this past week, according to Johns Hopkins University. That's about an eighth of what the nation was seeing just five weeks ago. The drop in cases detected comes as more states are either dropping or scaling back mask mandates. Fox is Evan Brown. America is listening to Fox News. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by Trust Care, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves announced two new executive orders on Monday morning regarding programs to help military personnel and their families. The first executive order included the implementation of a school program called the Military Star Schools Program. The Military Star Schools Program that we are creating today will allow the Mississippi Department of Education to award and designate schools that have created a special program to recognize the children of military-connected families and the unique challenges they face when they're active-duty parents receives a relocation order. The second executive order involved the recreation and expansion of the Mississippi Military's Community Council, which will now be called the Mississippi Defense Communities Development Council. The Mississippi Defense Communities Development Council will continue to be a community-based effort that will work to strengthen our military installations and advise our federal and our state legislative delegations. The two executive orders will be implemented gradually with more details to come. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. The choices our teens make on prom night can impact them for the rest of their lives. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Because vehicle accidents are a leading cause of brain and spinal cord injuries in our state, we have teamed up with the Mississippi Highway Patrol to show young adults the serious consequences of poor choices behind the wheel. To learn more or book a Please Return on Monday program at your school, please visit us at mdrs.ms.gov. That's mdrs.ms.gov. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hines County Election Commissioner Tony Johnson and resident Cedric Cornelius are under arrest and have been delivered demand letters by the state auditor's office showing they collectively owe nearly $250,000 back to taxpayers. Johnson allegedly used her position to buy two 85-inch TVs and PPEs that were delivered to her home and another private residence. Apparently, she brought two smaller TVs to conceal the scheme. Cornelius allegedly used his company, Apogee Group LLC, to work with Johnson to get paid without any work being performed. The company was awarded contracts for cleaning services, COVID testing, and voting machine audits, despite being registered as a motion picture and video production company. He was issued a demand letter for over $216,000 upon his arrest. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. JumpstartTestPrep.com. As a farmer, I I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Exciting news. Brace yourself. More Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now. Mississippi. I feel like I should wait until it builds up, but it just yes. goes on for so long. And I'd cut it like by 45 seconds. I keep thinking it's coming. It's coming. Dun, dun, dun. Good to be with you, Richard Cross. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. And supertalktv.com. You want to be a part of the conversation? Why don't you join us on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. If you're a parent, you already know your kids. Yep, 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 yep. They're online for everything. That's why ceasefire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark, free with any ceasefire wireless plan. Learn more at ceasefire.com. Slash Bark. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Time right now for winners and losers. We got winners. We got losers. Americans love a winner and will not tolerate a loser. Pretty simple how this works. We saw a weekend's worth of sports activity and other activities. Some of it was good, some of it was not. You get to decide which category it goes in, a winner or a loser. We'll give you ours. We'll circle back to yours after we talk with uh, Chris Lamonis in about 15 minutes. So, Michael Borky, why don't you bat lead off today? I've got a twofer. It's all about perspective. Uh, So this person's either a winner or a loser, depending on, again, your perspective. Are you glass half empty or glass full? Uh, Defender for the New Zealand women's national team, Michaela Moore. Probably never heard of that name, but this is a great story. Or a terrible story. 
She was playing the United States women's national team this weekend in something allegedly called the She Believes Cup. It's a real thing. And it was being played in Los Angeles. Michaela Moore scored three goals. Three goals against the United States. International power, United States. Problem is, they were all on her own goal. Oh, three on goals in thirty minutes. She scored on her her own team three times against the United States. It got pulled after the third one. <laughs> Michaela Moore, a winner or or a loser, but she did have a hat trick against the United States in the She Believes Cup. Problem was, it was her own goal that she scored them on. Anytime somebody starts believing, that's a problem, evidently. Three! We believe, she believes, it's all, it's all bad. You doesn't see, always work out, does it? Oh, no, no. The video of her after the third one, I laugh. I feel bad because like, it's probably heartbreaking. No, you shouldn't feel bad. It's, oh, it's oh my gosh. You could just tell that it just, like the sports the, gods uh, are just pulling against her. Not pulling her after the first and second one. Yeah, they let they let her play like five more minutes after the third too before she got pulled. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hat trick on your own goal. Ugh. Hey, Dad, give me a winner. You're not gonna believe it. Mississippi State basketball hanging around, hanging around. Got yeah, well, alligator whoa, 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 whoa. blood. Borky, Borky, did you hear that? Yes, it was a more superior. optimism in Brian Haydad's Oh, voice. no, no. That no, was no, no. optimism. It's the no. first positive no. vibe that has come from his it's, being it's, about Mississippi it's, State it's, basketball. There's no optimism. Mm-hmm. No optimism. Sure. I know how it's going to end. But they sure. played well this weekend. They grab an easy win at home and then go on the road, didn't play their best game, got a, a contribution from a guy in Shaquille Moore who's been slumping for over a month to make the clutch shot to win the game. And now that they're still sort of in it. They're still just out there on the periphery of the bubble. Their their net is in the mid-40s, which, I mean, that's that's getting in territory. They're tied for eighth in the SEC, but fifth is a viable option for them. The problem for them is I, I don't think they can lose again. I think they're already playing postseason basketball. They have to win out in this regular season, and that includes a win over Auburn at home in a, in a week or so. Uh, that's going to be a tough order. But it looked like after the Alabama game, it was, you know, just go ahead and close the coffin. Now, don't do it just yet. They're, they're still hanging around. I was just looking to see if I had anything updated from Lenardi. Let's see. His bracketology from Sunday. Yeah, it says if State wins, they could get back into the next four out. Yeah, they were they were in a group with Virginia and St. Bonaventure as the next after the next four out. Right. So yes, there's work to do. But it's a squishy soft bubble. That it is. Always is. Sixty eight teams gotta get into the tournament after all. Yeah. Kemp Alderman is a winner for me. Sophomore baseball player for Ole Miss. From Decatur, Mississippi. And uh, he's what somebody in your family that is older than you might would have called country strong. I, I, I assume. I assume the only way to hit a baseball the way that he hits a baseball is to be country strong. I'm not sure there's any amount of work in a weight room 
that you can do. So I don't even care about the line drive home run that he hit over straightaway center field yesterday. I want to talk about a double. Yesterday's ball game, second baseman for Charleston Southern is shaded up the middle. Borky, you may have been watching at the time. I assume it was a fastball. Maybe it was a breaking ball that hung. I don't, I don't even remember. care what the pitch was. It was something out over the plate. And Kemp Alderman, Mr. Haydad, proceeds to hit this ball hard. How hard did I, he hit it? I'm going to say it never got more than 12 feet off the ground. It hit at basically... The back edge of the dirt to on, on the this all right. So second baseman is facing home plate to his right. The second base this ball was hit so hard that the second baseman, who was a couple of feet away from it, just kind of threw his glove up as he bailed away. Ball hits literally just a couple of feet into the outfield grass. And rolls all the way to the wall. 110 mile an hour exit speed on a line drive that hit 125 feet from home plate when it first touched the ground. It's a small number of major leaguers last season had a ball speed of that. It was scary. I'm I, that, like that wasn't my reaction. I, I did have the thought. Thank goodness he didn't hit that back to the pitcher. Wasn't a long way from the pitcher, but it was the pitcher heard that ball go by. He didn't see it, but he heard it. I I don't know, man. I don't know what kind of season Kemp Alderman's gonna have. He he played well the opening weekend, couple of hits yesterday, played a pretty decent right field. I don't know if he's gonna be an everyday guy or not. But brother, it's the hardest baseball I've seen hit that wasn't a home run, I think, in my life, in person. Kemp Alderman on the winner's list. Any other winners before we uh, quickly transition to losers? No, we're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Landon Sims deserves an honorable mention. I mean, 13 strikeouts, no walks in seven innings? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He took the loss, though, so hey, Dad's out on him. No, God, no. Ah, loser. I mean, who wants to do it? Jawan Howard, but but more more specifically, what happened after? You know, I was willing to give the benefit of the doubt to Jawan Howard to some degree. What he did, regardless of anything that ha- that followed, deserves suspension and fine, uh, a harsh penalty. But we've all been there where we've said things we didn't mean in a heated moment. We've done things we didn't mean to do in a heated moment. We are humans, after all. Does that excuse that kind of behavior? Absolutely not. Should you ever do that, ever? No. But you had a chance after the game to sit down in front of the media and say, you know what, I was really stupid. I screwed up. I was dumb. I'm going to call Wisconsin after this. I'm going to reach out. And apologize to all those guys because I acted like a fool and I embarrassed my school. Instead, it was a defense tour talking about I had to defend myself. From who? A guy that's 18 inches shorter than you with three people in between you and him? 
come on, man. And then the people defending that action, blue check marks or whoever, they're losers too. You had a chance to do right after a bad action. Instead, you doubled down, and the people defending it are all full of themselves. We will later in the show this afternoon talk more about the situation from the end of the Michigan-Wisconsin basketball game with Juwan Howard. But right now we got to take a break. And when we come back on the other side of this break, Chris Lamonis will join us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass deeds in Richland and Brandon, they're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Just call 601-605-4443. Only minor congestion are being reported on 49 southbound from Old 49, uh, about down to Harper. Otherwise, things looking pretty good elsewhere. No other major problems. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. msblood.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Get ready, Greater Jackson area, the big one. The Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days, only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available, full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns? to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Or Sports Talk Mississippi. Now. Now.
three to nothing over Mississippi State. I'll hit the Bulldogs seven to one. Hey, Dad, we were on the air as, as that one was unfolding on Saturday. And I'm sorry, on Friday. As you watched it unfold in terms of offensive approach, what you saw, did, did it look like a team that was pressing and just run into a great pitcher? Jitters? Anything? I can't buy into jitters, right? This is a team that played for, I mean, a lot of these guys played for a national title last year. You wouldn't okay. think opening weekend would be it. Um, they did run into a good pitcher. Very good pitcher. Um, but I, I just think that, I don't want to say not ready to play, but something wasn't right game one for sure in terms of their approach and in terms of, of, of what they were doing at the plate. And, and, and the results bear that out. I mean, they had one hit. So, Whatever it was, you know, the next day they came out and they hit a little bit better, and then by Sunday the bats seemed to be fully warmed up and and, and going at that point. So I, I just think it was, you know, a combination of pitching a good pitcher and just not, I, from my vantage point, the, the, just not having the right right things going for them at the plate. What about Saturday's game? Just and and Coach Lamont has talked about it afterwards. You know. You get a 2-1 lead at the end of the first, and then you immediately come out and give up a couple of runs, and now it's it's 4-2. And then you come back, you get a run, you make it 4-3, and then all of a sudden, bam, it's 8-3. Just couldn't get shut down pitching. Casey Hunt, who's a guy I know they thought you know had a great offseason, they were very high on, just didn't have a great day out there on his first first start. Um, And then Cam Teller coming out of the bullpen, sort of the same thing. Didn't have it. Didn't have the best stuff. When by the time Preston Johnson got in there and settled things down, it was already out of hand. So just a bad day at the ballpark on Saturday. They, they just weren't able to get it done. And then yesterday, Mississippi State wins twelve to four. Really blew it open in the bottom of the fifth inning with seven runs, sixteen hits yesterday. Which after the first couple of days, that had to feel great. Not just getting hits, but stringing hits together. So let's talk about it with the guy who uh, had maybe the best seat in the house, Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. And Coach, appreciate, uh, as it has been the case for the last couple of years, your time on, on Monday is always good to visit with you. But before we get into the results... Hey, I, just, how, I can't hear you. We got it? Still no. Coach, coach you there? Okay. okay, I hear you now. There you go. No idea what happened. How did it feel to be back in the ballpark? It was good. It was good. We had great crowds all weekend. Um, weather and turned out to be okay, and uh, man, a great opponent. So uh, we ran into some good arms and everything else. But it was a it was a good weekend. I don't know if it's just week one or maybe over the first four weeks before you get into conference play where you're really trying to figure it out. I wonder if each weekend you're trying to learn something new about your baseball team, and if that is the case, what would you learn this weekend? Well, um, it wasn't a good weekend for learning. Trying to figure out personnel right now, trying to get some guys out there. Um, chemistry, you know, trying to find some toughness, which I think we found a little bit on Sunday. Um, but it was, uh, you know, like I said, we played a good opponent. We didn't play great on Saturday. I thought we played okay on, on Friday. We had a pitcher's duel, and their guy was as good as our guy, and they just they got the big hit. But Saturday we didn't play well, and I'm just proud of our guys bouncing back. And, and you know, it's, I, you know we, we schedule a little harder than most. I mean, that's just that's the way we, we look at it. We want to we wanna test our team early. 
and um, we've done it every year we've been here, and, and we got tested this weekend. Coach, your guy, as you said on, on Friday, was really, really good, Landon Sims. Did he outperform even what your expectations were? Because obviously that was the big story coming into season, moving him from the bullpen to the starting rotation, and obviously he was fantastic. Yeah, he was great. I mean, I had a feeling he was going to be great. I don't know if he, I knew he'd strike out 13 just being on the pitch count, but I, I I didn't have a lot of doubt. I don't have a lot of doubt on Landon Sims being a starter. I know a lot of people probably did, but I, I just seen him start his whole, you know, the three years prior knowing him, he was a starter. So I, I was used to it. It just happened to be an abnormal thing that happened last year that kicked him to the pin and ended up being a blessing. But, um, no, I, I that's what we expected. You know, he's he's really good. Coach, you may be tired of answering Landon Sims' questions, so I apologize for this. But we haven't had a chance, I guess, in a while to, to talk to you on the radio about this. We've talked to some baseball people that said completely get the decision, and it makes all the sense in the world to move him to the front of the rotation. But there's like this psychological thing sometimes also when you've got a guy like that at the end of the game that, that can kind of – maybe it, it, it trickles down to the entire team as opposed to just him. How did you go through that process with Landon? Or or was there ever even any debate? There was no debate. It was just he was moving to the moving to the rotation and um just one of those things. I mean you know, he you know it's 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 better for the team because you get more innings and you get that momentum on Friday. Um it's better for him, for his career, for his yeah. draft, for his, you know, and and we're part of that process, and we are a team, and our goal is to win at the highest level, but we're also here to help these guys move forward. And, and um, man, he handled his role like a champ last year, but it helps him more to, to be to be a starter and to help him out in his career also. So there's always there's all these different things that go into decisions, but, you know, for our team, you know, having a great Friday night starter is huge. You had a lot of new faces in the lineup this weekend. You know, we, obviously that's going to be the case. The guy I was I was struck by was Matt Corder. I thought he played really well Saturday, Sunday. I know that center field battle has been one that's been pretty intense throughout training camp, but how did you feel about his performance? Do you think he made a statement about keeping that job going forward? Yeah, he was really good. I mean, he uh, you know, the hard part about Matt Corder is, you know, he almost was not in the battle a lot because he was hurt all fall. So he had shoulder surgery when he showed up on campus, so he, you know, we had, we didn't see a lot of him and you know, his spring training, he's just trying to get his feet wet, but he really hit, and he hit last summer, and he hit in junior college, and um, he's got some grit to him, some toughness, and, um, you know, he got out there and, and played well. I mean, um, some really tough at-bats, and not just the home run, but just being able to move the ball, be locked in. He just, there's not a lot of fear in him. I don't know if you know this or not, but Logan Tanner still has a good arm behind home plate. Yeah, he's really good. So he is uh you know we're fortunate. I mean, there's not many times you have a catcher at that caliber that can that can do it the way he does, and it's just pretty special. But people don't realize he just the receiving piece he is unbelievable at. I mean, he is just such a good receiver, and the the amount of extra pitches you get over a weekend, he just he makes a big difference of pitch to pitch. Do you get to a point where teams just stop trying to run on him? I think you will. I mean, they didn't run on him last year, and. You know, the, the neat thing is, is we do a pretty good job uh, holding the running game. So, you know, it's really hard to run on us anyway because Landon Sims is a 1-1 or Preston Johnson's a 1-1 or, you know, these different guys that we roll out there, they just don't give you a – Scott Foxhall does a great job of coaching those guys. And, you know, you know, I think that's, a, you, know, you know, a big piece of it. And then when you have somebody who throws like that, it's just, it just stops that part of the game, which is huge because 
in the SEC, a lot of people don't run, but when you get in regionals and super regionals and you're in Omaha and you're playing a, a team like a Long Beach State or like a Texas that likes to run or some other places, and you, you have to use it a little bit more. You mentioned the schedule a second ago, Coach, and, and really challenging yourself. Maybe a little bit different over the next four or five games, but once you get to the first of March, that stretch with Southern Miss and Tulane and Texas Tech, and then you jump into SEC play about a week and a half later, are you going to know what you need to know about your team when SEC play starts? I think so. I think so. I think that'll be a, you know, I probably overscheduled it, um, you know, probably not not smart on the head coach's part, but we do try to be, have a tough schedule. We like to play across the state. So we play in Jackson, we play in Biloxi, and then the way that Tulane trip fell, just because we had to return, we just kind of felt like it could all make one big swing, and, and we're on the road for that entire time. So, um, you know, it makes it, it makes it a little bit tougher, but um, but yeah, well, we should know a lot about ourselves. We should, you know, I'd like to think we, we bond pretty good during that time that we develop some team chemistry during that time that we're on the road and we're playing and we're playing. I think we've sold every ticket in Jackson and Biloxi and even New Orleans. Our fans, once they opened up those tickets, bought all the tickets there at Tulane. So, you know, they're, they're getting used to playing in front of full crowds, which takes a little time to get used to also, especially for the new kids. Well, AM baseball for you tomorrow morning, coach. You said yesterday you're between Pico Cone and Jackson Frister getting the start. Have you made a decision on that? Yeah, Jackson's going to throw. We're going to throw them both tomorrow. So Jackson will start though. So he'll be he'll run out there. We got an 11:02 start. So we're trying to beat this this window of weather. So let's hope we you know it stays where it's at and we can get out there and and, and get a game in. A little breakfast baseball. I like it. I like it. Yeah, regional baseball it feels like. There you go. <laughs> Coach, always appreciate your time. Good visiting with you, and uh, look forward to talking to you again next Monday. Thanks a lot. Y'all take care. That's Chris Lamonis, head baseball coach at Mississippi State. Team drops two. They get the, the third game. I, I don't know that this holds when you're talking about at home. Hey, Dad, I've always said when you go on the road, if you're only going to win one, win the last one because it makes the trip home a whole lot better. I, I don't know if that holds true, but it does feel like there's – Maybe now a little bit of a better feeling in that dugout going into tomorrow's game and another weekend. What I said on the podcast was it felt like you hit the reset button winning on Sunday. That if you if you had done it any other way, I agree with you. It wouldn't have been the same losing the series. They needed they needed a win yesterday and they got it. And I think that that resets things going forward. Chris Lamonis joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 90% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 71. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, low around 64. Your Tuesday, more rain in the forecast, mostly cloudy, high near 81. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, high near 74. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. 
place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Outlander at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Get high style without the high price. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today, starting at $26,095. Get up to $3,500 over book value for the trip. During the spring sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. MSRP based on Outlander ES2WD. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply to retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 331 22. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601 966 7821. It's Lewis Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves announced two new executive orders on Monday morning regarding programs to help military personnel and their families. The first executive order included the implementation of a school program called the Military Star Schools Program. The Military Star Schools Program that we are creating today will allow the Mississippi Department of Education to award and designate schools that have created a special program to recognize the children of military connected families and the unique challenges they face when their active duty parent receives a relocation order. The second executive order involved the recreation and expansion of the Mississippi Military's Community Council, which will now be called the Mississippi Defense Communities Development Council. The Mississippi Defense Communities Development Council will continue to be a community-based effort that will work to strengthen our military installations and advise our federal and our state legislative delegations. The two executive orders will be implemented gradually with more details to come. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. 
It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the Internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. In a world full of noise. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. It's time to get real. Real sports talk for Mississippi. It's time for you to get real with it. Sports talk Mississippi continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Well, it's you and me, baby, no one else we could trust. We'll say nothing to no one, no how we bust. Come visit with Chris Lamonis on the Farm Bureau phone line. If uh, you missed any of that, you can always go back and get it on demand at supertalk.fm. You can download the Super Talk Mississippi, Sports Talk Mississippi podcast and uh, listen at your convenience. We're always glad to have you along on Super Talk stations across the state of Mississippi. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad on this Monday afternoon. Probably what you expected Chris Lamonis to say, and, and I know, hey, Dad, you heard from him after the game yesterday and on Saturday as well, but, you know, you're always kind of curious with a day to reflect. said, I don't know that we did that much learning this weekend, but I don't think he's worried about this team either. No, no, and, and you shouldn't be. I mean, you, you played a good team. It's, we hate, you know, do we hate to say it? Do we love to say it? It's baseball. You know, you're going to lose games. Obviously, it's concerning in that you look at last year. State was with the seven seed nationally last year. They lost five non-conference games. So you don't have a ton of wiggle room. And like you mentioned a second ago, a really tough stretch coming up of Southern and Tulane and, and, and Texas Tech. You still have the Governor's Cup, which counts as a non-conference game down the road. So you don't have a ton of room for error, but you know this is a good baseball team. They'll put it together. Landon Sims leading them on Friday nights is going to be fine. Kate Smith, who we didn't get a chance to ask Coach about, was really good on Sunday. Uh, looked like a, a, a good front-line starter. They'll figure out the rotation. They've got the depth there, and, and they'll be fine. You know, it was a, a, just a slip this weekend, I think. Wouldn't you think that Casey Hunt gets, you know, a few weekends to try and kind of figure it out and figure out if that's the right guy on on Saturday in Game 2? I would think so. I mean, they gave Sarantola, what, three or four, five starts? I mean, he, I think he started in conference play against LSU to get that sort of hammered away, and then they realized he couldn't go, that they, they made the move there. And then they did the same thing with Fristo. You know, he got three or four starts, and then when it real, he realized, you know, it's the, the end of the season was creeping up and he, he wasn't as good at the end as he was at the beginning, they went to Houston Harding. So, you know... Lamona said something about it a couple weeks ago. He said they don't have the same pitching depth they had last season because that was sort of a once-in-a-lifetime kind of deal. But they still have good pitching depth, and they'll, they'll find a couple of guys that they can trust. And we'll see what Fristo does uh, tomorrow. As, as you heard him say, he'll be starting that game against Pine Bluff. If he goes out there and throws strikes, I would expect to see him again this weekend, and you sort of see from there. 
We'll talk with uh, with Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, at 520. That's what we do on Mondays during baseball season. We get to visit with all three head coaches in the state of Mississippi at Southern Miss, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss in the 3, 4, and 5 o'clock hours. Let's go back. Uh, we need to go back and, and get some of your winners and losers that came in on the uh, on the ceasefire text line. But I do think that we um, probably will continue the conversation about Jawan Howard as well. Uh, let's first, though, start with some of your winners and losers. Winner, Tiger Woods, his charitable work, and basically just overall hanging in there, bouncing back time after time. In an interview with Jim Nance yesterday, said, uh, I think, Jim Nance said, is it fair to say that you will play on the PGA Tour at some point this year? And he said, yes, I'll play on the PGA Tour. I just don't know when. So very much work in progress in terms of the rehab. And I know there are a lot of people that would love to see him try and come back for the Masters. He did not even remotely allude to the fact that that was a target date on his calendar. So we'll see. It's been a year since the car wreck. Car wreck that... They talked about amputation for his leg, and so uh, long road back to uh, to get all the way back physically. He certainly looked good, you know, if you just saw him standing there, but looking good standing there in all black versus um, actually playing in a professional golf tournament is an altogether different deal. Another winner, Long Beach State for coming across the country, playing the defending national champions and taking two out of three. Yeah, they deserve a lot of credit. It's a good baseball team. Loser, the 2022 NBA Slam Dunk Contest to someone who grew up on Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, and Spud Webb. This thing is unrecognizable as entertainment. That is Andy, uh, Andy listening in Michigan. Thanks, Andy. Yeah, you got to make the dunks to have a dunk contest, generally. Yeah. Then one of the announcers say, you have to tell a story. No, you just got to dunk the basketball. Just, just dunk it, and we'll 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 grade it from there. I mean, Blake Griffin rolled a Kia out there and jumped over it and dunked the ball. Yeah, just 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 get it in the hoop. We'll figure out the rest. I don't know if that told a story or not, but uh, the story it told was he can jump and he can dunk. Well, Which the story it told was he's good at branding. Yeah, knows how to sell. But that's all you need to do. Are you ready for this, guys? Are you ready? You know, speaking of golf, loser Phil Mickelson. For what reason? For the, you know, he's apparently going to be the lone wolf jumping into the Saudi golf league league, and has basically burned all of his bridges with his fans and everything. When Bryson DeChambeau is the good guy against you, that's, that's probably not good. Spin zone. Phil did this on purpose to sabotage the Saudi league to get what he wanted and also not be the guy that joined the Saudi League. You think he's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers? No, probably not. But um, when you say those guys are scary, I don't want to be affiliated with them because they represent a murderous dictatorship, but I don't like some of the things the tour does, so I'm going to go get paid by them. Ugh. Yeah. It's bizarre. Some interesting comments from uh, from Phil last week. His his big hang up is on name, image, and likeness. Basically, not having access to the video vault of his shots that he has hit 
on PGA golf courses along the way that he thinks he could be monetizing and wants to be able to create NFTs and all of that stuff. So You said he wants to be able to create NFTs. I say he wants to launder money because that's what everybody with NFTs wants to Absolutely. do. Yeah. Okay. Tomato, tomato. Mississippi State getting into the NFT game. I don't know if you guys saw that this weekend. No. And they didn't release a whole ton of details, but there is going to be some Mississippi State NFTs coming soon. Desmond Howard, loser for blaming the Wisconsin coach on Twitter. Another one, loser, Desmond Howard. That's a bad take, man. I just, he he is the ultimate Michigan man. His, 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 his side can do no wrong. Doesn't matter what it is. Ohio State could find a cure for cancer, and he'd somehow make it seem like a bad thing. Yeah. It, but it wasn't just Desmond. I mean, it's pretty incredible the, the hoops that people are jumping through to defend a coach of a Division One basketball program open-hand hitting another coach of a different Division One basketball program. He pie-faced him. That's what we're, we're going to go yeah, with. Yeah, that's a pretty good adjective right there. Yeah, that's fine. But what he did was take a swing when he was separated by three people yeah. over the top and then at the very last second opened his hand so it was a slap punch as opposed to a closed fist punch. What he did. He's the only coach in D1 that could do that, by the way, because he's the only one that tall. A lot, lot of wingspan there. Andy Kennedy yeah. might can pull that off. Yeah, he's long. It's true. Long arms there as well. Um, look. And there are a lot of people that are going down the road of, you know, Greg Carr, uh, Guard shouldn't have touched him walking through the line. What I mean, isn't the handshake line about kind of touching? And how many times have you seen, you know, guys fist bump, guys shake hands, they put hands on each other's shoulders, maybe they dab, maybe they, you know, whatever. Juwan Howard was giving him the blow-by. And had already said something to him as they're walking, I'll remember that. And you can like Ray Carter not or think he was right or wrong, but, I mean, grabbing a guy by the elbow is like, oh, hold on a second. That's not he put his hands on me. Come on. You can find thousands of images of coaches in the handshake line where one hand is on the other's arm exactly like that. It's just kind of what they do. And now you've got people saying, oh, well, we should just, the handshake line is stupid. We should just eliminate it. No, we shouldn't. Not because one guy couldn't keep his cool. Give me a break. How many college basketball games were played this weekend? A couple hundred? Probably 150. Yeah. And one ended with a coach hitting the other. Is it the handshake line's problem or is it the coach's problem? That's what we do. We we don't hold anybody accountable for anything like that anymore. It's well, we deflected. Oh, it was the other guy's fault because he he called a timeout in a basketball game. So yeah, you should throw punches in the handshake line. Or he grabbed your arm like all coaches do in, in handshake lines. Or or well, we should get rid of handshake lines to avoid stuff like this. No, people need to control their temper. Is what needs to happen. It's very easy not to hit somebody in the face. Very easy think, not to do. I think this is a tough day for unwritten rule guy, too. Well, oh, yeah, there's an sure. unwritten rule about how you use your timeouts. I, listen, Dan Dockich is a little bit of a blowhard, but he says some things that are interesting. He said, look, I was a head basketball coach for ten and a half years, and I had a philosophy. I'll coach my team, you coach your team. I don't know what you're <laughs> going through. I don't know what you're teaching. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I'm trying to teach. 
If I've got a timeout left and I want to use it, and by the way, there was a strategic reason that Wisconsin was using that timeout, then you can use it. We'll pick this up when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Outside of some minor congestion on Lakeland at Lakeland Commons, we're looking pretty good for the drive home. No wrecks or breakdowns caused any major issues. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, voted best credit union by Mississippi Business Journal. Go see them today for your auto and home loan needs, as well as free checking and fast, easy mobile banking at River Trust Federal Credit Union. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JennyKingCleans.com. That's JennyKingCleans.com now. Jenny King. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days. Only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers' tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns to sell be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show thousands of buyers will be there instant background checks available for gun purchases the big one the great southern gun and knife show this weekend saturday nine to five sunday ten to five at the trademark building on the fairgrounds take the high street exit off i-55 and follow the signs exercise your right to keep and bear arms while you're there be sure to register for the door prize see you this weekend at the big one sure as shooting don't Don't miss miss it. it When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Join me, Gerard Gibbard, and Super Talk Mississippi Live from MEC's Capital Day on Thursday, March the 3rd at the Mississippi Trademark. MEC Capital Day will feature legislative updates from elected officials, legislators, and business leaders so that you can find out what's happening in our state. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Before the action begins, 
Make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. To be fair to Juwan Howard, he's been getting upset about timeout since 1993. (laughs) Hey, yo! Yes, sir. Yeah. Top rope. Uh, Lucas and Union. So basically, timeouts at the end of the game are a trigger for Juwan Howard. Just set himself up for all these jokes, Juwan. I don't know what to tell you, man. Most people are mentioning this, but I feel like it's an afterthought, and they're like, oh, by the way, there's a pattern of behavior here. You remember one year ago, Juwan Howard streaking after Maryland head coach Mark Turgeon and saying, I'll bleeping kill you? Mm-hmm. So there's that as well. I mean, everybody's debating... Do you suspend him? Do you suspend him for the rest of the year? Do you fire him? Does this cost him his job? I I, I don't know. I don't know what ultimately Ward Manuel is going to do. Here's what I know, though. You're a grown man who is supposed to be leading young men and at some level should probably be an example. And Jawan Howard might tell you that, well, I was being an example. I was standing up for my guys. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. You were mad because your team got boat raced on the road on a Sunday afternoon and you couldn't keep your emotions in check. Your your team was not good. They got beat handily. They're down, what, 14-15 with a few seconds left in the game. Should the head coach of Wisconsin have called a timeout? I, I don't know. But he had them. I mean, you, you are allowed timeouts. As long as there's time on the clock, if you have possession of the basketball and a timeout on your ledger that has not been used, you are allowed to use it. And by the way, the explanation was pretty simple. I had emptied my bench at the end of the game. We only had four seconds to get the ball across the half-court stripe so as not to get a 10-second penalty. I wanted to take a timeout so that that 10-second clock would reset. And they were pressing us, which Jawan Howard said, no, we we weren't pressing. That was just our five defense, our our full-court man-to-man defense. Well, then you're pressing. I mean, 
Was it a two? Call it what you want, Jawan. or a one-two-two or what? No, it wasn't that. It was full court man-to-man defense. If you're still going to play full court man with your backups, and I got my backups in, and my backups are struggling, and I don't want to get a turnover there, I can take a timeout. And even if he was taking a timeout solely for the purpose of running up the score, he is within his rights to take the timeout. Well, the unwritten rules. Well, if you want it to be a rule, then write it. I mean, I feel like baseball is our unwritten rules game. You know, you don't... What? How often do we see, see stuff in basketball, though, that would be deemed showing up the other team? Happens all the time. Every yeah. game. But because it was a timeout by one coach, now it's, you know, on a front on you personally. Well, like you said, it's a pattern of behavior. And so now we wait. Like you said, if, if you were Lord Manuel, what would you do? <sighs> the problem is, if any apology is going to be like those forced, stupid statements. So I don't know where you go there, but ah, uh, you got. I, I think I would suspend him for the remainder of the regular season and tell him one more incident, and that will be that. So three games? I mean, you're not even kicking. Well, I, I would suspend him for the rest of the postseason. I guess okay, yeah, I guess that's a good point. Suspended, he's suspended through the rest of the year. However many games Michigan plays, he's not he's not coaching them. That's probably especially after the the press conference after the game. I, for some reason, that that's something that I've I've focused in on that I don't know if a lot of people are paying attention to. After the game, he had a chance to own it. You know, hey, look, I did something really stupid. I'm going to reach out to those guys. That's no way to represent Michigan or my team. That can't be me. Whatever. But instead he doubled down and, and excused it and tried to claim he was defending himself as if there aren't cameras all over the place in a Division One basketball game. As that would change the way... nine right. and the guy's touching was 5'7". That, that, that would change the way I punished if I were in a position of leadership. If he went right after the game and immediately was like, hey, I screwed up bad. I let emotions get the best of me. I can't do that. Sorry to our fans and our team and Wisconsin, all that stuff. Uh, then it would have been like you know, rest of the regular season, three games, whatever, and be done with it. It should be stricter now because of what followed. I feel like this is a little abstract because it's the Big Ten and we don't really care that much about Michigan and Wisconsin. What if this had happened in the SEC? What if it had been Conzo Martin and Ben Howland? What if it had been? Mike White and John Calipari? What if it had been Frank Martin and Kermit Davis? Would we look at it differently then? On the morning play of America's Music, Super Talk Mississippi is powered by your tree professionals. Inglorious Tree Pros. 24-601-345-89.fm. I'm Steve Rappaport. 
President Biden ordering new sanctions in response to Russia's recognition of separatist regions in Ukraine. In a statement, Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the administration anticipated the move from Russia and was ready to respond immediately. President Biden's order provides authority to impose sanctions on any person operating in the separatist regions, though they are separate from economic measures that would be triggered if Russia further invades Ukraine. Fox's Jared Halpern. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson lifting the last remaining COVID-19 restrictions in England. We were the first major European nation to boost half our population too. And it's because of the extraordinary success of this vaccination program that we've been able to lift our restrictions earlier than other comparable countries. Some scientists say removing all restrictions could trigger a surge of infections. America is listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the Rev by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's always interesting to, to watch Republicans fight. <laughs> the, uh, the, the speaker, uh, you know, we have a super Republican majority in the right. House, a right. super Republican majority in the Senate. Yep. And, and the, the leadership has a difference of opinion about, about tax reform. That's Senator John Horn, who discussed the vast differences between the House and Senate proposals during an interview with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The House plan would eliminate the state income tax over the next few years. The Senate plan would provide tax relief in the form of a one-time rebate. So, so it's going to be interesting to, to, to see those guys just duke it out and, and figure out uh, uh, which which way we're going to go with this. I think we're going to see some kind of tax reform. Uh, just what it, form it takes uh, remains to be seen. For details on the differences between those proposals, log on to supertalk.fm. Hey, it's me, Gus the Gopher for Atmos Energy. Being a gopher, I like to dig. That's what us gophers were born to do, along with eating plants, taunting groundskeepers, and listening to bluegrass music. And I especially enjoy digging around the yard. Occasionally, I bump into a utility line and I get a headache. Ouch! After all, they're hard to miss since they can be buried anywhere. But if you hit one with your shovel, backhoe, or ditch digger, you could cause a gas leak, disrupt service, or worse. Makes me shaking my paws just thinking about it. You can avoid all of this by calling 811 at least three business days before you or someone else digs in your yard to have those underground utility-owned lines marked. Calling 811 will help protect your property, and more importantly, you. It's free, and it's the law. You dig what I'm saying? For more on safe digging, visit atmosenergy.com slash 811. 
It was a tough weekend for the defending national champion Mississippi State Bulldogs as they dropped two of three to Long Beach State. Head coach Chris Lamone said you got to give credit to the dirtbags and their pitching staff. I think you have to you tip your hat to Long Beach State. I mean, I think they were uh, really good on the mound all weekend for the most part. I mean, they just – and they pitched backwards and they – three two. I think the – 3-2 count was like 90% off speed. And this is how many teams that do that. So you're not sitting on a lot of balls in a drive against them, which makes it tough. Up in Oxford, the Rebels found an easy sweep over Charleston Southern. Mississippi State is now ranked number 7 in the nation, while Ole Miss moved up two spots to number 3. And four teens have been arrested after a fatal drive-by shooting that killed a 6-year-old in Macomb this past weekend. The four suspects are Bryce Thompson, Malik Reed, Ujari Jackson, and Brian Cameron, all of which are facing capital murder charges. For more Mississippi news, go to supertalk.fm. I'm J.T. Mitchell. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. All summer and fall, you've heard our Food Fridays presented by our friends at Polk's Meat. With the temps starting to fall, maybe you're slowing down on grilling, but that's no reason to slow down on the delicious meats from Polk's. Whether it's ham or smoked sausage, whether it's gumbo, jambalaya, or a big breakfast spread, make sure it's Polk's. Why? You know why. Because picky people pick Polk's. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This is a place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Clock hour with you, Sports Talk Mississippi on this Monday. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us. If you want to be a part of the conversation, please join us on the Ceasefire text line, 601-879-4395. Looking for the best deals on smartphones and smart plans? You need to check out Ceasefire. They've got tons of incredible deals that you need to see for yourself. Stop by your local Ceasefire store or visit them online at ceasefire.com. Dot com. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the sports book at Time Out Lounge. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad. Glad to be with you. Let's uh let's jump into the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Truck month has begun. Your chance to get behind the wheel of the best-selling truck in America for 44 straight years. That is the F-150. Test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. 
So we talked about this a little bit earlier, maybe local-ish news, although related more to Georgia than anything in Mississippi. Matt Luke resigning as the uh, offensive line coach at the University of Georgia. Spent the last two seasons as the OL coach at Georgia. Obviously, they won a national championship, heavily involved on the recruiting side of things. And I don't know that we've seen an official statement from Georgia or from Matt Luke, but kind of the indication that I've gotten from talking to some people is that he just kind of wanted to take a step back from the grind. I mean, we, we have talked in recent days and weeks about the grind that is college football coaching and, and maybe kind of the difference between being an NFL coach and a, a college coach and the fact that it just never really stops and recruiting is all-consuming. And Matt Luke's got a couple of teenage or almost teenage sons and maybe just kind of wanted to take a step back and uh, and do something else. You know, whether that means a break from football and he returns somewhere down the line or he's ready to just make a life change. Or maybe he's ready to retire. I mean, maybe he's made enough money and has saved enough money that he can retire and fish and play golf and watch his kids play ball and be a dad and a husband, and that's just enough. Which wouldn't be the worst thing, right? Shut yeah. it down at about 45? Yeah. 48? And, and knowing that the option is, is always there for you to come back. You know, like I so said, you're still young, and you can always you can take a few years off, and then you just get right back in. You know, football changes, but... The basics of basics of it don't change, and you can get in and learn some new things, and just go from there. And recruiting is always recruiting. I mean, the, what, rec- what worked in recruiting then can work in recruiting now in terms of building relationships. Yeah, there's there's new there's new additions to it, but if you're if you're a good recruiter in 1995, you can be a good recruiter in 2025. And we do have a quote here from Matt Luke. Somebody put this out, so thank you for that. Uh, Today, after much prayer and conversation with my family, I've decided to step away from coaching and shift my focus to spending more time with my family. I want to thank thank Coach Smart, his wife Mary Beth, and the entire Georgia family for an incredible past two seasons. I also appreciate Coach Smart's support in my decision today. He's a great coach, and I'll always cherish his friendship. It has been an honor of a lifetime to be able to win a national championship with this staff and these players, and something I will never forget. That's the quote from uh, from Matt Luke, and then apparently in the story also cites family reasons as the main proponent of his decision to walk away from the game. He's leaving, uh, says, although he is leaving his football, uh, Georgia football family for the time being, the team and head coach Kirby Smart thanked him for his work done with the offensive line. Uh, they gave up, what, 16 sacks over 15 games last year <coughs> and locked down Aiden Hutchinson who is potentially the number one draft pick in the upcoming draft. And so, yeah, a lot of good work on that talented offensive line for uh, for Georgia. So that news is out there. And I say good for Matt Luke. Yeah. Good for anybody that can do what they want. I mean, that's yes. sort of an overriding kind of, of uh, philosophy for me. If you've, if you've got the ability to do the things in this life that you want, I don't begrudge you. Unless the things that you want to do in this life are evil. And I don't think that's what Matt Lucas is going for here. Yeah. This story hits in SEC country. And it's relevant here in the state of Mississippi because this fall, Ole Miss will play Kentucky. 
And every fall, Mississippi State plays Kentucky. That's the permanent opponent from the east for Mississippi State. There's a lot of praise heaped on Mark Stoops bringing in Liam Cohen as the offensive coordinator and changing up that Kentucky offense that uh, had been run by, oh, Eddie Graham. Eddie Graham for a long time. They couldn't throw the football a couple of years ago. They just couldn't. They were stagnant. They were not creative. They, they just couldn't get it done. And they were much more effective offensively. There had been a lot of praise heaped on Liam Cohen. And now Liam Cohen is headed back to the NFL. Sean McVay quick to replace former offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, who was hired as the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings as the Rams head coach went to the college ranks to hire Liam Cohen away from Kentucky. Cohen was named the Kentucky Offensive Coordinator in December of 2020, spent just one season calling plays for the Cats before returning to the NFL, and he was on staff with the Rams before coming to Kentucky. Three seasons in Los Angeles before taking over the OC spot in Lexington. 2018 and 2019 as the assistant wide receivers coach, 2020 assistant quarterbacks coach. So this obviously makes sense for the Rams. And it's a little bit of a blow for Kentucky. Is this a good thing for Mississippi State and for Ole Miss, who will face Kentucky this fall? I got to know who they replace them with, don't I? I mean, if they go get a name that's that's well known and you know keep sort of what that momentum they had. I mean, they weren't dynamic offensively last year by any means, but they were better and they had a little more of that balance that they wanted. I thought Will Levis was good at times, um, so we'll see who they bring in. I'm very curious about that becoming a trend. Everybody's obsessed with getting recruiters, understandably so, right? College is not the NFL where you can't just go pick the players you want or sign them in free agency, although you can sort of in college now with the transfer portal. That's true. But but it's a, it's a little bit of a different game. But with NIL being a thing and a factor and all of the support staff that these programs are able to afford now, I wonder if coaches are going to start gravitating more towards tacticians as opposed to recruiters. Remember not too terribly long ago when Ole Miss made the tragic mistake of hiring Wesley McGriff to be their defensive coordinator? Hmm. Remember the, the, the time, at the time it was, well, he's a great recruiter, so that's why you hire a guy like him because he'll get players. Yeah, but if, but if you can't scheme them. He had the defense that would stop all offenses. What are you talking about? Yeah, just limit the menu. Simplify. Um, but hire a tactician. Hire a guy with an NFL background like like Kentucky did, and look at what he did to their offense in one year. A guy that worked under Sean McVay, where you don't recruit, but your players aren't really any better than your opponent's players every week. And so to beat them, you have to be smarter than them. I wonder if college is going to start gravitating more towards that, getting these quarterbacks coaches from NFL teams that are willing to do the recruiting side, but you hire them because they will out-scheme your opponents as opposed to just getting the best players because you can do that in other ways now. And and what about the revolving door back and forth between the NFL and college? And and it's in both directions, right? It's college guys grabbing NFL assistant coaches. And it's NFL people bringing successful college coaches. So so what is that thing? Because not everybody goes back and forth, right? I mean, there's nobody going, you know, Dabo Swinney's probably going to be an NFL head coach. 
He's been wildly successful at college, and yet Cliff Kingsbury, who gets fired at Texas Tech for being average, gets a job in the NFL as an NFL head coach. So, so there's something in the makeup and the way you operate that gives you the ability to move between those two ranks, and it's happening more often than it's ever happened before. I think some of it is what kind of quarterback do you have on your roster? If you've got a Mahomes, a Kyler Murray, one of these young guys that can move, you need to find some guys who have experience in college because that's who's running those schemes. But when you have a Matt Stafford when you have a, or you have a Will Levis who's not the most mobile, who's mobile but not the most mobile guy, you need to find pro guys who understand pro, a little more pro-style offense. So I think I think everybody's just trying to it's, – it's just like recruiting. you got to find what fits what you want to do. And yet the funny thing is we're seeing more – air quotes here, college concepts in the mm-hmm. NFL than we've ever seen before. Yeah. We've gotten away from just pro-style offenses in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Up next, Mike Bianco joins us. We'll talk about the Rebels' opening weekend sweep of Charleston Southern. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Look for minor delays in Ridgeland, uh, 49 southbound at Harper. Also in Rankin County, delays on Lakeland northbound at Luckney Road. Otherwise, things looking pretty good. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to finance your auto, home, boat, and more. Also take advantage of the free checking and mobile deposit capture at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. What do your customers expect from you? Consistency, reliability, a healthy place for them to frequent, and fantastic customer satisfaction? That's the same thing you deserve. And you'll get it from Jenny King, the king of clean. We currently clean and disinfect over 350 businesses, buildings, healthcare facilities, schools, and offices here in the Jackson area with a 99.99% customer satisfaction success rate. Plus, our average customer retention rate is eight years. For your clean and healthy building, go to JannyKingCleans.com. That's JannyKingCleans.com now. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. 
Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing. Doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi to the junction in the grove and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, with Ole Miss head baseball coach Mike Bianco, whose team got three wins this weekend to start the season. Coach, uh, as always, appreciate your time on Mondays during the season. How did it feel to be back out there with with the team in front of fans and playing real games? Well, you know, I I think it never gets old, Richard. You know, uh, I said it to David Kellum on opening day, you know, 22 years, and he asked if it's any different, and I said, no, you're excited. You got a little nervous energy, and, uh, you know, it's it's that time of year that regardless of what the weather feels like, and it was pretty chilly on, on Friday, uh, you're ready to play and ready to play somebody in a different uniform. Do you think the level of nerves is any different when you have a veteran team coming back than if you got a bunch of new guys where you're not 100% sure what you're going to get? Uh, probably a little bit, you know, uh, but I, but I think it's, you know, on a lot of different levels. I mean, I, I, I understand your question and the, probably the easy answer is, yeah, you know, you're hopeful and, and probably in better shape when you, you have some guys that have done this before. But, but the truth is we've always said that, you know, it's a different year for them. You know, uh, you know, if they're a sophomore and they, you know, last year they were a freshman and they struggled a little or struggled a little bit or were a little unsure at the start of the season. Now maybe they don't have that, but now they have different goals. Now they're hopeful to be all SEC performers or, you know, if they were all SEC performers, you know, maybe this is their junior year where their goal is to get drafted. And, and so I think they, they, they view it from a different perspective, a different lens. So I think you still have a little bit of nervous energy, but certainly it's a lot easier when you're older. How did you feel about the weekend? Beyond wins and losses, even, obviously you win all three games, but just in terms of kind of grading the way the team played over the course of three games? Yeah, pro- probably a C-plus, uh, you know, if we, if we were giving it a grade. Uh, you know, I just... Yeah, I thought we played okay. You know, it's nice to win, as you mentioned, but at the end, uh, in June, nobody cares that you won your first three games and nobody cares that you beat Charleston Southern. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to make light of them or, or the weekend. The, the goal is to get better, right? The goal is to continue to play well. And, and, uh, I thought we played very poorly on Friday night. Uh, Saturday, we played much better. It's hard to argue with the offense when, you know, you score, I don't know, maybe 32 runs over the weekend, but we had more opportunities to score and, and, uh, we, we, we left some opportunities out there. Uh, we were, we were good on the mound, but maybe not as dominant as I would like. So, you know, certainly I think, uh, you know, looking to the future, you know, we want to play a little bit better than we did. 
You had a 10-run rule in effect on uh, on Saturday and Sunday. How do you and whoever the opposing coach is decide when – what, what's that process? How, how do you decide to do that? Well, when you're in non-conference games, you know, you're allowed to decide that, and it's got to be in agreement with the coaches. And I usually leave it up to the opponent. You know, uh, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. I understand both ways, and, and other coaches feel differently. You know, sometimes on a Tuesday night they go, hey, no, we got a lot of guys we want to use. And, you know, if the game gets out of hand a little bit, it's fine. We want to just keep playing. Um you know, I would probably. You know, I'm I'm fine. If I if we we thought we had to play 27 you know innings, we would have we would have done so. But but you know, I think for the fans alike, I think once you get to that spread when it's 10 plus runs, regardless of what side of the scoreboard you're on, it's it's probably good to kind of you know pack it in and we'll try again tomorrow. So you know, I'm 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 fine with that. We played three less innings. I don't think it's that big of a deal. We played three hours of baseball, you know, all three days and, you know, got enough in and, and got everything we needed to see. So let's talk about your starting pitchers a little bit. First of all, Derek Diamond on, on Friday. What did you make of his performance? I thought he was really good the first couple innings, but it was chilly on Friday and kind of that double-edged sword of scoring runs. We we scored, I think, every inning for the first five innings. And uh, so it seemed like he would go out and pitch and then he'd come back to the dugout and sit and, you know, chilly temperatures and uh, maybe for 20, you know, plus minutes and then have to run back out there. And I thought that really affected him. You know, it seemed like the first hitter or so, maybe the first five or six pitches weren't as crisp. I thought his velocity started to tail off. I thought his command started to tail off. And not not scary by any means, but just, you know, just it's uncomfortable, I think. It was heartbreaking to, I think, find a rhythm. But I thought he was lights out. The first pitch of the game was 95. I thought he, you know, really carved them up the first couple innings with commanding all, you know, four of his pitches. But uh, I know he wants to go a little deeper in the game, and I know he'd like to stay a little sharper as the, as the game progresses. This question means nothing, but I'm just curious. Still, pitchers pick the uh, the uniforms. Is that how it works? Is that how you get get pinstripes on opening day? Pretty much so. Uh, Derek probably would have picked uh, navy. He likes to pitch in a navy top. I think. Uh, I think he you know, used to pick navy last year. Uh, but, uh, as happens in supply, the supply chain even hits baseball where, uh, for Charleston Southern, uh, they wore Navy every day because their, their road set of uniforms didn't come in yet. And so we were kind of, you know, we, we weren't able to wear our Navy top. So, uh, I like to, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, the pinstripe, but, uh, you know, uh, we, that was almost by default. What did you think about John Gaddis uh, in his first appearance in an Ole Miss uniform? I, I thought he was uh, what we thought. He would go attack the zone, very aggressive, works really quick. Uh, I think there was um, – I don't – you're careful when you say nerves because when you talk about the 18- to 22-year-old guys, they don't want to be considered nervous. So, uh, But, yeah, just I think some opening game – uh, adrenaline, uh, jitters, whatever you want to call it. I think he was up in the zone a little bit early, uh, but he threw a good curveball into the strike zone. The changeup probably wasn't as sharp as it normally is, but I think that our fans got to see what we've seen for six months six months out of John where you know, he's going to attack, absolutely attack the strike zone with three pitches, especially his fastball. I heard him tell Brad Henderson after the game when he kind of was asked about the difference and you know where he was. He said, "Well, there are about eleven thousand more people than were ever at one of our games at Corpus Christi today." Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
uh, it's a little di- different atmosphere for those new guys, and even that somebody like him that's played college baseball for four years. So, uh, yeah, that, that that was pretty cool. And then you go Drew McDaniel yesterday goes three and two thirds, has four strikeouts, walks a couple through I think sixty pitches yesterday. Yeah, and he's got to be better than that. I just thought you know for Drew is one of those. Uh, outings where the positives are uh, he didn't have his best stuff and he competed. They had you know, a couple of innings where they had some traffic on the bases and he was able to get out of it uh, pretty pretty much unscathed. He gave up one home run uh, to a guy with a 2-0 fastball, and that's going to happen sometimes with, with the wind blowing out. So the positives are he hung in there and, and gave us what we knew. We knew we'd go to the pen really early cause, because – uh, we needed to pitch some guys and get some guys some 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 innings out there, uh, but he's got to be a little sharper with his four pitches. I just thought, you know, his command. He was just at sixty one percent fastball strikes, and everything else was below sixty uh, percent. So he's got to be a little bit better with his command. Visiting with Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, for just a couple of minutes. I want to go to something that happened in the game yesterday. Kemp Alderman, not not the home run. I mean, the home run was impressive, line drive to, to straightaway center field. But the at-bat before that, where he hits a line drive that doesn't get more than about 10 feet off the ground, it hits at basically the back edge of the dirt, maybe just a few feet into the outfield grass, and it gets all the way to the wall. I think the exit velocity on that was 114 miles an hour, and I know we overdo numbers and analytics sometimes, but that was insane. Am I crazy for saying I don't know that I've seen a ball hit that hard before? (laughs) Um, Well, no, I don't think you're insane for saying that, and and I even take it to to another uh, step is just to watch the reaction of the second baseman, knowing the second baseman some – you know, maybe 135, 140 feet away from from home plate. So you're you're pretty safe, right? You know, you're 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 almost in the outfield. He hits that ball, and uh, the reaction of the second baseman was like he was 10 feet away from the hitter. I mean, like it it got by him so quick. It you know it startled him. You know that the ball was hit so well, so hard. So Kemp uh, can do that. It's just it's it's freakish uh, bat uh, bat speed and and strength and and nothing that we're not used to that we don't see every single day. Uh, he hit some some balls. Uh, you know, we've talked so much about his pregame batting practice where he would hit in Group One. So usually he would be hitting last year when the the opponents would enter the field and they would put their bags down, just stop and watch him take batting practice. And I don't know if I've ever seen that in, you know, twenty, you know, plus years where the other team I mean consistently, not just one guy having a good round. I mean they would just sit there and all and watch, you know, Kent take B P. Last thing for you, four o'clock tomorrow against Arkansas State. Any changes on there? I know a little bit iffy in terms of weather. It is. It's certainly iffy and, and right now it's it's too early. We'll We'll make a call sometime in the morning, you know, before or by ten o'clock in the morning, just because we got to give Arkansas State an, uh, enough time. And, and so, if we we find a window that we can get it in tomorrow afternoon, obviously we want to play, you know, play at that time. But if not, you know, there's a possibility we could move it to Wednesday. We'll just have to make that call, you know, first thing in the morning. Mike, thanks for your time. Congratulations on a good opening weekend. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate it. That's Mike Bianco, head baseball coach at Ole Miss, joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. So now I have to root for supply chain issues for every opponent that wears Navy jerseys to get pinstripes outside the middle, I guess. 
Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 90% chance of rain today, mostly cloudy, high near 71. Tonight, 30% chance of rain, low around 64. Your Tuesday, more rain in the forecast, mostly cloudy, high near 81. And for your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly cloudy, high near 74. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Green Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Men, let's get real for a moment. As we age, the body part that we love the most doesn't always work quite as well as it used to. The launch sequence breaks down. The flag doesn't rise like before. And your significant other suffers along with you. Well, it doesn't need to be like that anymore. If erectile dysfunction has you down, you might just need our new painless, non-surgical, and effective ED treatments. This revolutionary acoustic wave therapy is specifically designed to restore blood flow stimulate growth and it may just give you your sex life back so come one come all to integrated wellness and medical center in ridgeland and restore your confidence back to you call 601-202-8044 today for your no cost or obligation erectile dysfunction evaluation that's 601-202-8044 and get back in the game fellas call now 601-202-8044 when you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington pontoon boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. It's Ford Truck Month. Now's the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel of a new Ford Maverick pickup. And get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of trucks. But you better get going. These deals won't last. Get to Ford Truck Month. Let's get after it. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. It's always interesting to, to watch Republicans fight. <laughs> the, uh, the, the speaker, uh, you know, we have a super Republican majority in the right. House, a right. super Republican majority in the Senate. Yep. And, and the, the leadership has a difference of opinion about, about tax reform. That's Senator John Horn, who discussed the vast differences between the House and Senate proposals during an interview with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. The House plan would eliminate the state income tax over the next few years 
says the Senate plan would provide tax relief in the form of a one-time rebate. So, so it's going to be interesting to, to, to see those guys just duke it out and, and figure out uh, uh, which which way we're going to go with this. I think we're going to see some kind of tax reform. Uh, just what it, form it takes uh, remains to be seen. For details on the differences between those proposals, log on to supertalk.fm. Life certainly has been challenging for all of us over the last two years. But I want you to know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind was there, providing our customers with all types of COVID PPE items to keep their businesses going. MIB was able to help our first responders, churches, daycares, and even truck lines with dependable ways to keep them safe. Shop with a purpose today, helping yourself, your business, and other Mississippians. Check us out at msblind.org. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay-and-play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. He doesn't accept the narrative. He questions it. We're just getting to the bottom of this. Gallo, every single morning from 6 to 9. Super Talk Mississippi. No other news team covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk Mississippi News. On air with reports every hour and breaking news as it happens. Your news all the time. On air and online at supertalk.fm. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. So, Florida, University of was fined $50,000 for a first offense under the league's access to competition area policy. Florida beat Auburn on Saturday and then rushed the floor? I missed that. It wasn't a very strong one. So they didn't really get their money's worth on this? No, nah, they didn't get their money's worth. Mm. Well, Mike White may have saved his job, though. That was a big win big for Mike win. White in Florida on big Saturday. Win. Big win. So the uh, the middle of the week basketball schedule, we've, uh, we've got games tomorrow night and then again on Wednesday night. Tennessee is at Missouri tomorrow night. Georgia at Texas A&M. Arkansas at Florida. And then Alabama at Vanderbilt. Not a like super appetizing Tuesday night schedule, but okay. Would rather watch baseball. And we might not get that chance. Wednesday you got Mississippi State at South Carolina, Ole Miss at Auburn, and LSU at Kentucky. I guess LSU Kentucky could be fun. Speaking of basketball, by the way, Juwan Howard suspended five games the remainder of the regular season and will be Suspended without pay for those five games. The issue is his salary. I say only. I would love to have this salary. Um, he will only be suspended on a four hundred thousand dollars salary. 
The rest of it's paid for by Nike and stuff and outside things. So, um, a bit of a slap in the face, if you will, but nothing more serious than that. You asked the question, what would what would be the reaction, what would be the suspension, the punishment, if it were particular coaches in the SEC? It depends on the coach. That's the simple answer. If it was Tom Crean, I mean, they're going to fire him anyway, but he'd be gone right away. That's I don't think point. South Carolina would return Frank Martin after that, truthfully. Patience has worn thin there. The Final Four can only last so long when that's your only NCAA tournament appearance in a decade. Yeah. Um, I'm Ben Howland, if he did that, he'd be gone. I have a feeling the noise oh, around the Ole Miss basketball program would dramatically change if it were Kermit Davis. Conzo Martin would be gone. But John Calipari would not be gone. <laughs> I mean, they would thank him. And, and say, sorry, coach, please, never leave us. Will Wade somehow would avoid suspension. They would tell him he would... They would be like, hey, Will, you're suspended five games, and he would coach them all. Yeah, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, but coach, you are. No. 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 That's, the, that's the real answer here, is the suspension, the punishment, varies based on who did the action. Such is life, I suppose. I'm debating on asking a question, and I, I guess I'm going to ask it, but I'm, I'm just wondering out loud because the way we are fed media and, frankly, the way Stephen A. Smith talked about this incident, the way Desmond Howard has talked about this incident, would this have been viewed differently if the roles had been reversed? If it had been Greg Card striking Jawan Howard as opposed to Jawan Howard striking Greg Card? I don't in even a way, think you have to ask the question because you know In a way, for is. sure, because it would have been humorous, right? Would have been this little dude going after this big dude. Yes. I, like, I get the optics of it. But I'm talking get, about a white coach striking a black coach as opposed to a black coach striking a white Probably coach. already fired, for sure. The, the reaction, without a doubt, from sports media would have been dramatically different. I don't. I feel it like the reaction from sports media, by and large, was you sh- that Jawan Howard is in a lot of trouble. He might probably probably could get fired. I feel, I saw fired a lot yesterday. Tom Izzo did not shy away from talking about it today in his press conference and adds that the discussion of removing handshake lines from sports is asinine. Good for him. He says that he and his team will shake air if another team decides not to after a game. It's The fact that that even got brought up, we mentioned it earlier, but it bears repeating. The fact that that's where some people went to. Well, just get rid of the handshake line. Why? It's only a problem for one person. You get sometimes you get a handshake incident where coaches say words like once a year. But how often does another coach get hit in the face? When has this ever happened before? I'm sure it has. I can't remember it. What do they say? Don't change I mean, laws, don't change rules based on the actions of few? They didn't cancel press conferences after John Cheney busted up in, in uh, there and threatened to kill John Calipari. I mean, 
Aren't they like buddies now too? After that, well, I think John Cheney's passed away. Right, but yes, didn't they, they like were. become friends? Yeah. They, well, they were yeah. already friends, I think, and, and they, they just he just lost his. Temper. I don't think they were so much friends then, but yes, that re- a relationship was repaired in the years that followed. Zach says, "Just watch; he's not going to get a slap on the wrist." Well, I don't know what your definition, Zach, a slap on the wrist is. He just got suspended five games. The rest of the regular season, which he made $150 million as a player in the NBA, and the five-game suspension is based on his $400,000 base salary through the university. So, I mean, if you want to say that he makes $15,000 a game, it cost him 60000 bucks. It's not nothing. And I get... And and supposedly there's going to be a fine that goes along with it. So we'll you know we'll see. I don't care about the the money piece of it. I mean it's it's more about can he coach his team or can he not coach his team. And apparently Michigan, in conjunction with the Big Ten, decided suspending him for the remainder of the regular season was an appropriate punishment. It's different when it's a coach, right? Uh, obviously. obviously. It has to be. It, it has to be, I think, even stronger than this if it's a coach versus players. I mean, what if it was us? What if at the end of the show one day, Borky, we were all in Jackson, and you and I were mad at each other for something, or you were mad at me, and I said something to you, and you decided to punch me. I would not be on this show ever again. Done. I mean, I, there, there I, wouldn't even need to be a meeting. It would be done. Done. Yeah. If I mean, you did it in the first segment of the show, you, that would be your last segment of the show. Yeah. Wouldn't even finish it out. And I would, I would not be allowed back. Justifiably so, by the way. And that would be behind closed doors. Right? I mean, nobody would even know about that. It would be like, a, you know, a couple of guys in the office got into it. This happens on national television. I mean, I, I've thought about this since I saw it yesterday and have watched the video over and over, and I, I keep going back to, do you fire somebody for this? And I don't know that I have, I don't know that I know the answer to that. If I were in Ward Manuel's shoes, the athletics director at Michigan, would I have fired Jawan Howard for that? I don't know. It's a difficult question. I think if... But I know if I'm in the boss shoes and I've got another employee that does that, I'm firing them. Yeah, if it's too... I mean, what if the ticket manager punches somebody? You're firing him. Yeah. And whether it's whether you agree that this is right or not, whatever, I mean, there are certain people that have certain privileges that come with their title. I mean, let's be honest. Lane Kiffin's away from the office more than his lower-level staffers, but he's the head coach. He can go do that. Uh, same thing in all of life. The CEO gets more privileges than you know middle management or whatever. Uh, I think if this was the first-time incident, you wouldn't consider it. 
But since you had what happened a year ago. That, that's a good point. That's a really good point. So, so I was sitting here thinking, Borky, we got to go all the way back to good grief. Hey, Dad, I know you probably remember the date. 2006, 2007, where Andy Kennedy has the incident in Cincinnati with the cab driver. I remember it was in January. That's all I remember. So, ultimately, Pete Boone was his boss at the time. They addressed it, and I don't remember if he was suspended for a game, or I don't remember what the punishment was, but they didn't fire him. He was not suspended. They just handled it internally. I guess because the first game was against Mississippi State. Okay. So he was not suspended. If something like that had happened again the following year, it's gone. There would have been no remaining leniency. Jawan Howard threatened to kill another basketball coach on the floor last year. A conference opponent. And then this year, he punches a coach from another team on the floor after a game. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North End and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. So far, just heavy congestion. 49 southbound in Richland from Old 49 down to Harper. Also seeing some delays on 468 southbound at South Pearson Road. Otherwise, things look to be going pretty smooth. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. The American Council of Engineering Companies is the voice of our state's engineering community and a proud sponsor of National Engineers Week. The purpose of this week is to shine a spotlight on the contributions that engineers make to society, to get a true sense of just how important engineers are for the quality of our life and safety. Just look around your home, the roads you travel, your job, and everything you eat and drink. An engineer helped make it happen. This message brought to you by the American Council of Engineering Companies of Mississippi. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. 
Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> The new degree of comfort. Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Super Talk. Super Talk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Super Talk Mississippi News. Online at supertalk.fm. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to primeshrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Michigan men's basketball coach Jawan Howard will be suspended five games equating to the remainder of the regular season. Sources confirmed to ESPN's Adam Rittenberg. They do five paragraphs in. Credit Yahoo Sports for uh, being the first to report it. Hefty fines are expected as well after Howard's altercation after a loss at Wisconsin on Sunday. An official announcement was expected later this evening. Uh, Wisconsin coach Greg... Guard stopped Howard. We've talked about that. Um, Big Ten statement. Just a bunch of word salad. But there you go. I guess that's done, right? That's that. Five-game suspension, big fine, and carry on. Quite the role model, Jawan Howard. And you could say, well, you don't have to be a role model, but yeah, you do. I mean, Charles Barkley didn't have to be a role model, but he kind of was, but he didn't have to be. Charles Barkley, arguably, is, as his life has gone on, has become more and more of a role model. But his point always was, you know, I'm not a role model. Parents should be role models. Teachers should be role models. Yeah, but when you're the head coach of a basketball team, you're kind of a teacher. Yeah, you, In you some need to be, ways, at that point, you need to be a role model. Filling a parent role. You, you kind of need to be a role model. Not even role model. Just not do that. That's all. Just don't do that. An example? Yeah. Just don't do that. I mean, look, we, we know college sports is kind of a dirty game sometimes. 
it, it's in some cases not for the squeaky clean and the, the all shucks good guy. But you don't have to do this. This isn't part of it. Here's the truth of this matter. You're not allowed to hit people in the world. Yeah. You're just not allowed for like 99% of everything. There are some examples where it's okay to hit somebody. Somebody hits you first. I will allow a hit. Somebody says something unforgivable about your wife, mother, or children. Punch them. Basically everything else, you're not allowed to hit people. So, that's where we are. So, opening weekend of college baseball is in the books, and all 14 teams in the SEC won at least a game. Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee, all 3-0. and Missouri, 3-1. and South Carolina, 2-1. and Florida and Vanderbilt both lost twice, the teams that were picked to win the East. Both one and two after the opening weekend. LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Alabama all off to three and zero starts. Auburn two and one. Auburn had a good weekend. They yeah. went and played in the the college baseball showdown in Arlington, and they pitched it really well. And that was a good start to the year for Auburn. Arkansas wins two of three at home against Illinois State, and obviously Mississippi State dropped two of three. Got the, the final game of the weekend. I, I thought what you said earlier made a lot of sense, hey, Dad. That it's almost like Sunday, you're like, hold on a second, start over. I mean, yeah, those first two games are going to be on the resume. They're going to be on the record. We can't wash them away. But just forget about that for a second. Press the reset button. Let's do this again. And then came out yesterday and played much better. Did you come up with that all on your own? I did. I did. I talked about it on the podcast. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good. If you want to get the Thunder and Lightning podcast and get all of Brian Haydad and all, all read, of his. You want to. Yeah, you might want to redo that. Yeah. yeah. All of Haydad's <laughs> reaction to the Haydad. baseball weekend. He and Robbie Falk talking about it on Thunder and Lightning. You can uh, download that wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. The 25th anniversary of Double Decker is coming up this spring. It's April 22nd and 23rd. Music lineup has been announced. If you haven't seen that, check out the Visit Oxford website for the full list and the schedule of events. All information available there. Visit OxfordMS.com, and you can follow along on their social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, all at Visit Oxford MS. You getting set for uh, Big Monday, like Big 12 basketball, Big 10 basketball tonight? Is that what you got? Uh, No. What do you watch on a Monday night after football's over? Uh, I don't watch a ton of TV, to be totally honest with you. Um, So I sort of pick and choose my way through the things. I'm seeing something catches my eye. I got a podcast to do as soon as we get done with the show, though. There you go. Mississippi State will play tomorrow at 11. 11 o'clock first pitch for their game against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Ole Miss will make an announcement tomorrow morning about their game against Arkansas State, weather depending. Thanks for being with us. Good night.
Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services A Super Talk Mississippi media production.